Hi, welcome to the Drama Free Living Podcast. Dennis Lisa McEntee here. Lisa, it's great to see you. It is good to see you. You look really refreshed. Why? Tell me, Dennis, why would you look so refreshed this beautiful January morning? Well, you know what? I have found some rejuvenation techniques, and I think the big rejuvenation technique for um, this upcoming year, one of our Christmas presents to ourselves was we bought a hot tub. Yes. Right. So sitting in the hot tub and just working through the morning and my thoughts, it just um, I, I just come at the day like super refreshed. Keep in mind, it's like 31 degrees outside, which is a complete um, cold spell for us here in Greenville, South Carolina. And um, yeah, you were just living life to the fullest in the 31 degree air and the 103 degree hot tub. Well, I think here's a great question to kind of get people thinking a little bit is almost like, you know, joy is not something, it's not a destination, mm-hmm. right? It's sort of like being joyful and then expanding your joy. Yeah. And, you know, I thought about tonight. I said, well, what kind of expand my joy this morning? And it's like, well, I can kind of put my plan together in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of expanded my joy a little bit. Yeah. So, and it kind of ties into, you know, we're, we're thinking through like how, how we goal set. And yeah. so we've had a lot of people kind of ask us like, well, how does that work for you and Lisa? Because do do- we don't, there's so many different ways to goal set and we don't necessarily do the traditional goal setting. Yeah. We, we kind of have this idea of like, you know, seven F's and we kind of think of like the seven F's of freedom, mm-hmm. right? Cause you know, freedom is something that we want to continue to expand. So like these different areas, like faith, right? We want to continue to expand this area of our life and, and our family, like, like increase the quality and quantity of time that we spend together as a couple with kids and all of that great stuff. And then friends mm-hmm. and finances, fun, fulfillment, and fitness. Right. So we got to categorize sort of our life in those seven areas. And it kind of helps us like not just make a living, but we want to make a life. Right. And so like what expands your life? And we Mm -hmm. know for us, like these seven areas, if we can expand those seven areas every year, yeah, then we have a great life. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this, our, our goal setting um, this year. So we flew up to Massachusetts um, and picked up a car and drove it down back down. And, and we did that because, you know, we wanted to go see New York city over Christmas time. And honestly, we don't get a lot of one-on-one time where it's just us and there's no interruptions. And we love the countryside and we love the outdoors. And so it was kind of a fun thing. It's a great time for us to talk and like right. really connect. And we were able to stop in Pennsylvania and connect with, you know, have lunch with a friend. And it was just really nice because we wouldn't normally be able to do that face-to-face. Yeah. And so, you know, what was great about that, Lisa, is that we took that opportunity to really, you know, kind of plan out our 2023. And, you know, no matter what time you're listening to this podcast, all of these things apply. So right now we're, we're recording this in January. It's kind of the start of the year. That's what's kind of fresh, but you can kind of take this and apply this, you know, right now, even if it's June and you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we had a great time just talking through like these seven areas and we kind of asked, you know, just got on the same page with like our vision, right? Cause I know like what I love about this is it kind of gives us like a true North because, you know, circumstances, events, things are going to happen this year that they're going to kind of push us off course a little bit. Right. But it almost like this little one page kind of becomes our true north. And we actually get on the same page because guess what, Lisa? We have a page. 
<laughs> we do. We do. And the cool thing about this is we started this conversation out, you know, first it was just relaxed. You know, we were just, we knew we were there. There wasn't a, there wasn't a time commitment that was pushing up against us there. We knew that we were going to be in the car for hours. And so we knew that it was not, okay, Hey, let's get this job done. Let's do this. Let's get on to the next thing. Or there wasn't any fear that, Hey, you know, someone run out of time or we were going to have somebody come to the door with whatever. And yeah, so that was one of the things. And then how we started is we started with, Hey, 10 years from now, 10 years from now. And we took these different categories and we said, 10 years from now, what do we want our life to look like in our faith and in our family? What do we want it to look like with our finances and our fulfillment and fun and fitness and friends? You know, like, who do we want to be in 10 years? You know, let's dream a little bit. Like if we could be anybody and anything in each of these areas, who, you know, who, who do I wish I was? Well, at least I think this is a great sort of segue into this one idea of like, you know, who you become is really more powerful than what you do. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times the mistake people make in goal setting is they go, I want to do this and we want to do this and we want to accomplish this and have, (laughs) and have this, right. The, they have these, you know, having doing goals, Mm -hmm. but we really step back and said, who do we want to be? Right. You know, what kind of people do we want to be? Who's the person that I want to become? Because the reality is for me to do big things, I first have to become a big person. Right. Right. It's like what you do flows out of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And so if if I don't become that person, I'll honestly never do it. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like who, who do I want to become? What kind of character do I want to be, have? Who, who do I want to be known, known, you know, known for? Yeah. And who do, who do you want to be in relationship with? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you're, there are constraints, right? There are constraints with time, Mm -hmm. right? You you can't do, you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. I think you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Yeah. And many times it's like that choosing, Mm -hmm. you know, and even that whole word decide, right? Decide. It's like that side means like be put to death right? It's like homicide, fantasy, you know, it's all these different sides, suicide, right? But it's like, when you make, when you decide, it's like you kill all these other choices. Right. And and I think that's, sometimes that's one of the hardest things to do, Mm -hmm. right? Because we have so many choices. Yeah. We have fear of missing out. And it's like, and then we have like envy. Sometimes we compare ourselves to other people and it's like, gosh, I want to live the life that I was designed to live, mm-hmm. not try to live somebody else's life. Well, and 10 years from now, I don't want to look back and, and think, man, I wish I would have, or if only I would have, or shoot, I'm missing it in this, in this way. Well, it, it, how many people like they climb the ladder to success, they mm-hmm. get to the top. And then it's leaning against the wrong building. Mm-hmm. You know, gosh, I didn't know it was going to be like this. And, and so it's almost like these seven areas, Lisa, we kind of stepped back and said, almost like, what does success look like to us? Right. Right. It's like, so in our faith, what does success look like for Dennis and Lisa? Yeah. Well, and with this, so we did a, we did a 10 year, kind of a 10 year projection, a 10 year of who could I be? What if? And then we sat down. Well, we were sitting down because we were in the car the whole time. That's and how that works. Driving through the mountains and, you know. It's hard to stay. It's hard to stay in, in New York. Car. It was hard to stay in that car. Yeah, it was really hard to stand in the car. We we could put the um, sunroof open, but it just was not really a safe thing 
going through the mountains and standing up in the car anyway. But yeah, so then we went through and we said, okay, if that's what we want to be in 10 years, um, what does the end of this year look like? Right. We, you know, we, we, Stephen Covey is famous for like starting from the end in mind, right? Start from, you know, really kind of decide like what the end is. So you take like family, Mm -hmm. right? At the end of the year, like, what do you want your family to look like? Right. I mean, Lisa, we came up with a, with a, uh, can we say this on the podcast, what we're going to do? Or So with family, okay. so 10 years from now, we thought, you know, we want to be doing yearly vacations with our family. We want to be doing intensives with each family. So we have four children and they each are married or have a significant other. We have a grandbaby and, you know, we'd like to do intensives um, with each family and we want to do weekly dinners and we want to do intensives with our grandkids or with each grandkid. So that's, that's what we want to be doing in 10 years. So if that's what I want to be doing in 10 years, what does my one year look like? Well, my one year would be, or our one year would be, Hey, okay. So if we want to be doing weekly dinners, let's just Make sure we do weekly dinners. I mean, we already do weekly dinners, but we're not as, um, sometimes we miss it because whatever. And then we want to plan next year's vacation. If we want to be doing vacations every year, then let's plan next year's. Um, And then monthly one-on-one connections with each family. Those were some of the things um, each family has in each of our kids and their spouses. And, you know, so that's, that was our way of kind of, bringing our tenure into our today. And it's almost like, I think the key thing, Lisa, that we really work on is kind of scheduling our behavior, mm-hmm. right? Like, like putting it in the calendar. Yeah. You know, instead of having this list of things that I want to do, it's like, well, just put it in the calendar. When are we going to do that? I mean, we even got, like, let's just take fitness, mm-hmm. right? So we kind of have this tenure picture, but every every week, you know, we get together and we meet and we go, okay, when are we exercising? Right. right? Let's put it in the calendar. When are we exercising together? And when are we exercising separately? Mm-hmm. And we actually just calendarize that behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and that's what we um, try to do it on a weekly basis. Um, definitely on a monthly basis, we'll sit down and we'll talk about, okay, what's coming up in the next two weeks or what's coming up in the next three or four weeks that we need to be on the same page on, you know, Dennis, when are you in town? Well, if you're in town, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do for fun? You know, which is one of our seven F's, what are we going to do for um, our fitness, which is one of our, you know, seven F's of freedom, you know, when are we going to do it? And so, you know, we said it, okay, yesterday we exercised, you know, mid-afternoon the day before we just went ahead and calendarized it because, you know, life kind of has a way of just running away from you if you're not intentional with it. Well, and I think that's the key is that we're, the more, the more we grow and develop, it's like the, the more intention plays into these things, right? Mm -hmm. The more, you know, the more we want to be more and more intentional. Mm-hmm. Right. And really getting very clear on like what we want. Well, and also the more responsibilities you have in life, the less time it appears that you have. So if you have a lot of responsibilities and if you have a lot going on in your life, your time is naturally taken by those things. And then there isn't time. And sometimes the um, urgent outweighs the important and we don't even realize it. And for us, these, these seven F's, 
these are these are really important for us. It's our kind family. of like our tent peg. Tent yeah, pegs. our tent pegs. These these are the things that are important. And but the interesting thing is, is any good thing can be overemphasized. Oh, and talk it, about how about that? What well, do you mean and by that? then it no longer becomes a strength. Then at that okay. point, it becomes a weakness because you can be so hyper-focused and it can happen because you allowed something important. You didn't deal with something important and then it became urgent. For example, family members. So, you know, one of our kids, we maybe haven't hung out with them for very much, or we haven't spoken with them very much and they're growing more and more distant. And then you don't catch it until it's runaway train. And then it becomes an urgent thing. Hey, I no longer have any relationship with my child. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe it's sort of like, you know, it, this happens a lot, like in people's lives, like you take like fitness, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, typically people spend like the first half of their life spending their health to go get wealth, mm-hmm. right? It's like they're over-focused maybe on like wealth building and their job and their finances. And so they're spending all of their health, right? They're not eating right. They're not sleeping well. They're burning the candle at both ends. And then they kind of come to this point in fifties and sixties and all of a sudden, Gosh, now they have to spend their wealth to go try to get their health back. Right. Right. And it's it's almost like, you know, really, I think what these seven areas do is it, it helps us have like a full life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like more all, balanced, more. I don't even know if balanced because there's sometimes it's like you're, you're never truly balanced, right? Because sometimes it's like you're like a tightrope rope walker. They're never, they're kind of like leaning this way, this way, this way, this way you know, back and yeah, forth. But that, that's not what I'm talking about by balance, because I think when somebody says balanced, you know, it's the conception of, okay, you know, picture the, those old time scales, you know, I'm right. picturing this great big goldy brass scale with these two dishes and these three chains hanging down from right. each dish. And, you know, we're weighing um, gold and rocks and we want the weight of the gold to be the same weight as the rocks. Now that doesn't mean they're the same value, but they're the same weight. And so Mm. it's balanced, right? Yeah. Okay. But it's not really balanced because the value of the gold is so much more than the value of the rocks, even though they're level. Maybe it's weighted correctly. Maybe it's weighted correctly. Right. And so the whole idea of balance is that's great. Don't 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 freeze frame your idea of balance because even when you think about the oceans and you know the tide goes in and the tide goes out and the tide goes in and the tide goes out. Now, is that that is a balance? It's a balance of the ebb and flow of life. Kind of that rhythm to it. Right. Ba- thinking of balance more as a rhythm of life where everything flows cohesively and you at different times put emphasis on different things, but you always roll back and make sure that everything's kind of flowing in equal value, maybe not in equal um, levelness and weight. Equal worth, maybe. Well, almost like think about this, like as you're kind of talking about it, is that, you know, say gold and silver, right? So maybe like gold is is our families, is mm-hmm. our family, right? And silver might be my fun, mm-hmm. right? So they're weighted correctly, but gold is much more valuable than the silver. Mm-hmm. I don't right. even know if this makes sense, but, yeah, you no. know, right? And so it's almost that way, looking at balance as 
as that, because there are times where it's like, you know, you really maybe like need to like take a vacation and go focus on your family. Where right. so during that week, it's like, that's the focus. Mm-hmm. And there's other times where it's like, well, you know, we, we've had a lot of family time and we really need to focus maybe on some of these other areas. Yes. And, and maybe it's, maybe let, let's look at it this way, Lisa, is that we all juggle multiple balls, mm-hmm. right? And everybody, you know, you listening to the podcast, you're juggling multiple balls. You got your health, you got your kids, you got your job, you have your your personal relationships, you have all these maybe different responsibilities. And a lot of the balls are just rubber. Mm-hmm. But almost like what we're saying is like with these seven areas, these are almost like the seven glass area, the glass balls. Mm-hmm. And if we let one of them drop, it's like they're going to break. Mm-hmm. But some balls that I let drop, it's like, well, they'll bounce back up. It'll be back tomorrow. And I think part of life is deciding, hey, what's a glass ball and what's a rubber ball? Okay. And so this is kind of intriguing is if the seven freedoms, if the seven freedoms are glass balls, you know, faith, family, finances, fulfillment, fun, fitness, and friends, I think the fragility of each of the balls is different. Oh, you know what? I believe that's true. You know, because you can... Some of these freedoms you can let go for longer and it still bounces back. Mm-hmm. Others, if you let them go too long, they'll shatter. And but also it's not only the level of fragility, but it's also the what is the what is the the kryptonite of that ball? What is the thing that will shatter that ball? Because each of these have a completely different, a different kryptonite, a different kryptonite. It's, it's kind of like, you know, you've got the periodic table of elements and they've each got their strengths and their each element has its strength and its weakness or each um, bond, you know, when you're, when you're binding together, the different elements that each have their strengths and their weaknesses. And each of them, if you do something different to them, will throw them off balance. And it's just knowing what is it that will throw that particular one off balance. So when you're going through and you're setting up your seven freedoms, your faith and your family and your finances, fulfillment, fun, fitness, and friends, realize that these are not all given equal attention. Yeah, that's But they good. all have a particular or a couple particular things that are what will make it a win. And then they all have the particular things that will be their destruction. Yeah. And, it, and our encouragement is, is that as, as you're listening to this podcast, take these seven areas, because for us, like these seven areas, we know if we have success in these seven areas, we have a very full life. Mm-hmm. We have a very enjoy. I mean, we have the life that we were designed to live. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not just one area or two areas, it's not just your finances, or it's not just your family, but you know, you're, you're a whole person. And we kind of have discovered that these seven areas really help you kind of look at life holistically. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I'm just, let's just unpack our seven freedoms. Okay. All right. A little bit. So family, we kind of talked about that, you know, what, what our freedom in our family would look like in 10 years and in, in one year, Um, you know, and then we've got our faith Um, and that's, that for us is pretty important. Right there, there was a study. Um, I think it was the Wall Street Journal. No, it wasn't yeah. the Wall Street Journal, but it was a study about areas that you're the most happy in, hmm. where right. where places, activities that you're doing that you're the happiest. And these these things, these activities, not only are you, you know, what what are you the happiest, but you're also the most fulfilled. 
And those things, it was just very interesting because they did happiest jobs, happiest places and happiest activities. And it was religious and spiritual activities ranked number one on the happiness scale and on the meaning scale and lowest, one of the lowest on the stress scale, you know, and then after that, it was sports exercise and recreation was the number two. And then number three was caring for and helping non-household members. Number four, caring for and helping household members. Then it was volunteer activities. And then it was eating and drinking. And then it was phone calls. Is that not fascinating? It really is. And so, you know, there are certain things that we really, really want to focus on and, and understand and know what it's going to mean to us. It was the Washington Post. The Washington Post analyzed data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, American Time Use Survey. So they did a study um, between 2010 and 2021 and just kind of asking people how they, what they did with their life, the time, the time while they were at work, the time during the day. And, um, and how meaningful those activities were and how happy, sad, or stressed and pained and tired they felt on a six point scale. I love it. I love it. That's, that's great information. Yeah. So faith, that's, that's why that is one of the things that are highest on our list. And then, you know, we have, um, fitness, which fitness is obviously, you know, fitness for us is not just your exercise. You know, fitness for us is also um, caloric intake. Um, It's fitness for us is, um, you know, competition, you know, doing something like a race um, or something race. It's strength training, uh, recreational sporting, you know, fitness is, and we're talking, speaking more physical fitness. We're not speaking emotional fitness and mental fitness because emotional and mental fitness, they kind of come in later. And those are, those are other things. Um, But so like for emotional or mental fitness, one of ours is fun. Well, fun for us, we say rejuvenation. So fun for us is whatever it is that rejuvenates us, what makes us joyful. So what what rejuvenates us is joyful activities, varied activities, trips with friends, travel and adventure. Those are the things that are um, that are fun for us. And, and really, it's like this, all these are very personal, right? Because what rejuvenates you? Well, what rejuvenates you, Lisa, sometimes doesn't rejuvenate me or, you know, we're very individual and just getting really, really clear for ourselves, like what rejuvenates us. Absolutely. And going back to that, that study, it was like, what, where, what are you most fulfilled, least stressed um, and enjoy the most? What areas? And so then, you know, then there's finance, which finance, you know, that one's pretty clear, Yeah. you know, know where you want to be in 10 years. And then what do you have to do this year? Um, and then um, let's see, what was another one? Fulfillment. Fulfillment. Yeah. What's fulfilling? What is something that is really fulfilling for us? Almost like, what do you want to give your life to? What's your purpose? What's yeah. your legacy you want to leave? Yeah. Right. And start leaving it today. Right. Start working on it today. Don't wait. It's not something that's going to happen. It's something that you make happen every day. 
Yeah. And so a couple of the things that we said that is really fulfilling for us, that is part of our purpose and legacy would be creating educational products, making other people's lives better, you know, and being able to influence people just, you know, nationally, internationally, that's, this is kind of 10 year things. I mean, we've already, we've traveled around the world, we've spoken in so many different countries and things, but we just want to increase that and continue that because the things that we communicate, we, we really truly believe will make people's lives better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then another thing is, you know, being a mentally and emotionally healthy, you know, those, those are kind of important and doing our, doing our thing, the thing that excites us and energizes us. Um, And then our, our friends. Right. We actually, we, we said, and we're very intentional. It's like, Hey, who, who do we want to hang up with? This year, who mm-hmm. who would we like to take a trip with? Yeah, who would like to vacation with? Who mm-hmm. you know? Who do we want to do dinners with and have over to the house and get to know better? And yeah, you know, because all these areas to combined really make a full, a really a full life. Lisa, I, this is like I'm encouraged. I'm ready to go. Yeah, you know, just you and I talking about it just really you know makes me encouraged. I I think my my big takeaway is to now take these and maybe create some kind of scorecard every week for myself mm-hmm. and maybe like a daily weekly scorecard where I'm scoring myself on these seven areas, kind of rating myself or rating kind of us. Accountability. Yeah. yeah a little bit. How am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know we've got these one year, but I'm going to break it down even more like quarterly, weekly, we're going to come up with something like that. So I just kind of went, just want to walk through and kind of score myself a little bit better, but what what's the takeaway for you? Um, You know, a takeaway for me is when we're figuring out goals, right? You know, traditionally goals have been, okay, I want to lose 25 pounds. I want to run a marathon. I want to, and studies have shown that those are all great, but you, when it comes down to it, you have to get to the why you have to get to, to the deep down reason of who do you see yourself as like, who is that person? that runs that marathon or who is that person that weighs 25 pounds less and what is it about running a marathon or what is it about weighing 25 pounds less that is so fulfilling like what is it there's it's deeper than okay i'm going to do this and i'm going to do this and i'm going to do this it's more like i'm going to be it's almost like it's going to be this it's almost like i'm going to do this so that whatever right i'm going to run a marathon so that i focus on my health this year right and you get down to you you start out and figure out okay i want to do this and then and then you go and you ask yourself well what about that yeah right and then okay so then i want to i want to lose 25 pounds so i can move around better right Absolutely. And fit in my clothes. Well, what about that? Well, I want to fit in my clothes because I'm going to, I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to move around better. I want to feel good. Well, what about that? Well, because I want to enjoy my life. Well, what about that? Well, because I want to have fun with my kids, with Dennis, with my grandkids, with my friends. So why do I want to run a marathon and why do I want to lose 25 pounds? Because I want to have fun in 10 years with Dennis, with my kids, with my grandkids, with my friends. 
And that becomes the driving force. So get, get down to that why, because typically people lose their way when they lose their why. Mm-hmm. And so really kind of get down to, to the why, take these seven areas, you know, maybe modify it, make it your own, you know, come up with some, you know, strategies and goals and objectives, you know, for, you know, for your life and um, really live the life that you're designed to live. Yeah. And then go through and just kind of revisit. We've got this spreadsheet with our 10 year and our one year and just, you know, about once a month, just kind of revisit it and be like, hmm, how am I doing? How am I doing? And do I still agree with these or has something else surfaced in my life that maybe is more pertinent? I love it, Lisa. This has been fun. Mm-hmm. Listen, if this episode really blessed you and you really found a lot of value, we'd love for you just uh, just to share it with your friends, mm-hmm. right? And you can very easily do that just on the app. Just hit share, boom, or leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you and uh, we'll, we'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast.